ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, children, ages, ancients. It is I, James Brassfield from the Annals of the General Plex. You can hear the time in my voice. I'm short of it. I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, I want to thank uh, Wilson Chavo Rivera. I want to thank our guest, OK Pants, in advance. Very white move of me. But thank you, and hello, and welcome again. This episode is good as shit. So good. Pants Pants who comes in. We talk all the shit. We talk so much shit. And, uh, it really, really, really gets weird. We talk about a lot of stuff, man. I, so much stuff that I wrote it down. I never do that. Uh, so, we talk about art. We talk about a shitty old magazine. We talk about fridge doors. We talk about electric bills. We talk about the Hebrew people. Pants, pants, pants. We also talk about coal and Amazon Echo. This episode is crazy, baby. I love it. The second half is more somber than real. And you can tell uh, from my tasteful, tasteful edits that I took this interview very seriously. And I hope you enjoy it. I know me and Wilson really did. And Pants Pants is a, uh, he's a creator, baby. And he called me one, so you can't take that away from me. Without further ado, here's the episode. I hope your Wednesday's good. Mine's gonna be weird, I can already tell, because it's Wednesday right now when I'm recording this. And, <laughs> boy. But yeah, here's the episode. I love you, toys. Uh, and again, thank you, Wilson Chava. Thank you, Pants Pantsley. Thank you, Coys. Here's the app. We'll see ya next week, baby. Guess what? What? It's time, Wilson. Is it time? Yeah, let's begin the podcast. Let's do it. We've got a fire-ass one today, you dumb fucking idiots. You're so stupid for not being me or the guest or Wilson, because we've been talking some serious, heady shit this whole time. And I'm probably going to fucking not be able to bring it up as good as I did earlier. <laughs> because it's the first time that me and this guest have hung out. You know, you know this man a little I've, bit, I've, Wilson. I've kicked, it, I've kicked it with pants on several occasions. Yes, that's right. Spoiler alert. Spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> Guess who's here, ladies and gentlemen? You might not have even seen his beautiful hair. You might not have seen his fire tees or his six hats. Highly toned form. I, thought, I thought you were taught- going to compliment my fire teeth and I was like, yeah. <laughs> I got some chicklets up in here. You got those. You got the right shaped teeth for your head. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that right now. It is a design that is proportional. It's, I'll take if I, that. If I've ever seen some good Yakubi, those are non-racist Yakubian teeth. That's like the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Thank You're you. You're very welcome, our guest Aaron Seacrest, aka Okay Pants. Okay Pants, gentlemen. Pants thank, Pantsley. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure, thank you for man. Coming, man. These people, like I said, they might not have seen your face or your hair or your shirts, but they've probably seen something that or is non-racist created. teeth. Or is non-racist teeth. They're so non-problematic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm. If you're in the uh, the Cleveland area, you've probably seen something that my stupid ass is 
been behind or on or in. So, dude, what's that? Like you have, I think you have my dream job. I don't really know exactly how people do art anymore. I imagine you like have a pen and you're drinking coffee and you're like, I can't spill it. Well, we're going to get under the hood of the operation and the secrets are going to be revealed tonight. I Ah. love the smell of that. Because I could could tell you, I mean, I would. I, I don't want to jump in here on your intro, but I mean, no. you, you want to you want to get into it's the, all over, man. The intro's oh, over. No, no it's, okay, it's, so we're it's, it's, done. it's about you now. The fur is flying. It's all the right. first format change of TT. The blankets on the floor. The money's on the dresser. All right. So I don't know. Like I I have been working as a an artist slash designer for 15 years professionally. Holy shit! I've been a freelancer for the better part of a decade. And um, I don't know how the fuck it works either. I mean, honestly, like I really, you know, I, I I have worked with companies as large as Disney and Facebook, the company. Man, you not, sold your soul. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn, homie. The, here's the the problem with being a commercial artist is, yeah, uh, you get commercial with it real quick. Ooh. I need that guacamole on <laughs> my burrito. Before you continue, I feel like being able as one of the insiders in the creative world. Mm-hmm. I feel like. <laughs> Don't laugh at me, Wilson. <laughs> I'm going to laugh. I'm laughing my ass off. It's one, sad man. for me to say that in front of this stoic Yakubian monster. But <laughs> <laughs> I want to give a tangent that I am a Jewish Yakubian monster. Whoa, so, whoa, you're, whoa, you're one of us? So wait, in the words You're a of, son of Abraham? Yes. Isaac yes. and Jacob? Son, son of Larry David. I, I mean, love so to complaining co- about nothing. Seriously, I mean, like when I hear these motherfuckers talk about bagels here on the West Side, I've been I was You're like, sad. it's the one time I feel like, like, like I was ahead of the curve on all that shit. I was like, I've been had since '79, <laughs> motherfuckers. But see, now uh, we're even closer together because I've always viewed Puerto Ricans as just brown Jews. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and as a black person, I've always loved Jews because every time you see a Jew in the movie, afterwards you see the black dude getting a plane. You know I mean? <laughs> and I'm about that life, baby. The truest shit I ever heard about being Jewish was uh, Ramon Rivas. I asked him, I go, does being Jewish make you like more whiter? And he just, uh, he t- we're texting. He goes, he goes, that somehow makes you the most white person ever and the least white person ever yeah. at the same time. And I was like, that's the truest shit valid, I ever heard in my life. Valid. When, when a Puerto Rican Mexican guy tells you that, that's valid. So that's pretty heavy. But uh, t- we went on that deep tangent, and I love it. This show is all about tangents. I know. We're just we're drilling deep parties. We, we were but, uh, oh, I talking about. Say, yeah, you're, the, you yeah. get commercial, but I was going to say that when you get to get that commercial, you got to be a fucking, you're like, fuck this kind of. You're one of those people, I feel like. What you're fuck? Like, 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 <laughs> like Mark Mothersboro commercial, like, sugar is bad for you. At the end of the oh, yeah commercial. I, like, in that you're creative within a space that's very just corporate as shit mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but you know like at the end of the day you're you're a commercial artist um like everything i've was raised and brought up by creatively existed in a commercial art context you know oh. like Wee's playhouse was a show on i believe cbs mm-hmm. saturday mornings and that Huge was program. the most creative art direction i can remember seeing from wayne white who is no one has more integrity as an artist than Wayne White, but at the same time, at the end of the day, you're watching something that's being produced to sell you toys and cereal in you know three to four minute increments between the actual artistic content. So, yeah, 
I don't know. There wasn't a big hump for me to get over. I mean, if if you really in 2018, where where brands are easier to be friends with on the internet absolutely. than people, yeah, um, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, and also I don't like fucking being broke, you know. So like, if <laughs> I have the I have my lines that I won't cross. Like if like the NRA came calling and said, "Yo, we're doing like a fire limited edition," you know, like collab with uh, with whatever you know. You're do you want to design some apparel? Right <laughs> I was like, "What's that?" I love my I love myself some guns, man. I, I, and I'm not even trying to veer into that conversation, but I'm my point is the NRA like. <laughs> There's there's some people I just yeah. wouldn't fuck with. I respect that a lot. Like I can't I can't say that I would feel comfortable telling jokes for the NRA. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't like to be in the same room. I would take the check the the and then send some other guy that looked like me, like MF <laughs> Doom or something. Well, you know, it's it's these these times really test artistically how far people really are not willing to go. Like. uh uh, like when Trump did his um inauguration concert, like they couldn't find fucking they they could they had to scrape the bottom of the barrel to find oh, bands yeah. to play that shit, and they were cutting checks and stuff. Hard checks. Um, Charlotte Church showed up. You know she needed a check. Yeah, I don't know who else played it, but but it's like you know it's easy to say it's easy to say I would never sell out or do so and so when shit's going great, right? but when shit's. <laughs> Hitting the fan. Well, the rent's and, due in Florida. Might need, might need to do something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I... Graphic. Might need to be Stacy Dash. Yeah. Oh, my God. Rest, rest in peace, Stacy. I miss you. I miss you so much. Sad. Ah, oh, man. Jeez. I still would. She's fine as hell. Yeah, she's fine, but man. I girl. Think, <laughs> I'm not even a very politically engaged person, but it's like... <laughs> I'm like, who hurt you? Like when I like when I like she starts talking. Clueless. Yeah, she yeah. found out that having who, money and being black is just like being black. But what happened on that movie set? Because Brittany Murphy, she died. Mm-hmm. Rishi, rest in peace. And then wow. Stacey Dash, um, she's off the reservation. Well, she's off making America great again, right? Like, yeah, she's she's out, trying she to keep them Fox checks, dude. They, she knew they fired her from Fox. Oh, she got too wild for Fox. Yeah, she got man. too wild for Fox. I mean, I I assume she was already too black for Fox because you know she. Black. She black. <laughs> there are, but, uh, I don't see color. I just see hot. You ain't lying. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like anyone else because I don't care what she did. Her hotness for me, just like America, has erased all of that. You know what I mean? I'm a real American. I built uh, this damn country. <laughs> but oh yeah, going back to lines I won't cross. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, my first my first gig as a professional graphic designer. Like I'm talking, I graduated art school like on a Friday, and on Monday I was working at the Free Times, which was basically Holy like shit. an alternative news. The old weekly. school, yeah, yeah. It's so, I remember that. And literally, my job was designing um, print ads in the back of the magazine for hookers. You know, lovely. That was someone when you it's a good place it, to cut your teeth. I mean, honestly, for real. But also, like, um, people don't understand in a pre-Craigslist, pre-Backpage.com world, mm-hmm. you know, when you wanted to go have some company for the evening with a busty and hung mistress, <laughs> you had to find that phone number in the back of the free times and guess some asshole who was hung over from the night before was laying that shit out in Cork Express. And that was me. Um, Cork Express. Is that some. Weird, that was predated in design. I mean, yeah, dude, I'm old at this point. What but year were you doing the free times? 2002. 
Holy smokies. So 16 years ago. I was looking at back then yeah i mean well <laughs> but it was and it's, it was wild to me because i was very much living like the rock and roll lifestyle at that point while college was over mm-hmm. you're i was only 22 and so i had no i had like a car note and i had a cell phone bill and i so still lived like, i lived with my folks you know I'm responsible baby yeah i was like in hardcore bands and just living that life <laughs> so and yeah. so like the, the the business setup of the free times at the time was this was you know it was basically when you could make money off publishing so I'll I'll, I'll try to make the sound as not boring as possible <laughs> so this used to be like a hundred twenty page a week publication that bars music yeah. venues they used to pay to advertise in this in this magazine oh yeah so these places would sign up and they would send checks every week or you know, credit card payments every month to like yeah. advertise but they the adult Entertain the adult entertainment aspect of the of the book as we called it. Mm-hmm. You had to pay up front for those ads because yeah. the ads got. You know, if you're like an escort or you provided adult services, you don't need a half page ad. You know, you needed like a forty eighth of a page, card. little itty bitty. That's all you needed. All so Maybe. you're not, and so the free times was like okay, no problem. But you're we're not running your ad until you pay for it up front. So these. These workers, uh, employees, whatever you want to call them, had to come into the office, you know, with their cash or credit cards, pay for the thing up front. So it was like, like it was like the fucking Muppet Show <laughs> every Tuesday night when the paper would go to print because you'd have a line of just wild, you know, masseuses and sex workers <laughs> and escorts and. Trans people and she's and he's, you you know, and to a 22 year old dude that was permanently just either still drunk or hung over, it was like the wildest shit ever, you know? Yeah, I mean, because I was like, that was what I came to understand the corporate life to be. And it, and it was also like a room, an office full of writers and shit. Wow. So you had this weird dichotomy. So yeah, I literally started at the bottom of the bottom of the barrel as far as creatives making people in the corporate world. I mean, literally, I had to type the words busty and hung in a giant headline and make it look appealing or something. Can you remember the number by heart? Or? <sighs> you know, you, James, it's 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 hard to believe that one would escape me after all these years. But, busty um, and hung. So then the Free Times got bought by Scene Magazine. So then mm-hmm. this, is, this is kind of a good story. Shout out to the enemy? Yeah. So... <laughs> I mean, literally, I drank my way, just partied my way through, I think was like three or four months. This was like summertime. I was just working and me and my buddy who hired, got me hired, just partied our way through the summer. And then one day I came in the office. It was like a very serious somber atmosphere with a bunch of suits that I'd never seen in there. Hello, like hello. they gathered everybody. They're like, this is so-and-so with New Times Publishing, blah, blah, blah. We regret to inform you that um, you've been acquired by Scene Magazine and New Times Publishing. We have a um, counselor on hand to talk to you if you what? are distressed. They cut you And off. we have like people from Human Resources to um, explain to you your benefits and your severance package. In my head, I'm still... I can remember because I was, it was a top five all time still drunk from the night before. Yeah, you morning were smelled like a fucking beer. I go, I, I was like, severance package. What's that about? And then, like, you got to remember there's people, 
Yeah, yeah. So then, like, you got to remember, there's people that had worked at the Free Times at this point, probably 25, 30 oh, yeah. years. The Free Times was a very old, uh, hippie, old school old, publication. Right. Yeah. So it was like, this was like the end of a lot of people's careers in a yeah. way. So it was sad as fuck for a lot of people, and people were crying, and it was like, people lose their jobs in general. It's not a very happy time. Yeah, it's For sad. me, being 22, Knowing this wasn't the, uh, this was definitely not going to be the last stop in my career. For sure. And like just, uh, so then I heard this severance package. So they took me back in this office and this lady sat me down and it was like a scene from the show, The Office, where she goes, mm. okay, here's your Cobra explanation of your benefits, your health insurance, blah, 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 blah. And I was hearing, wah, 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 wah. And then I saw, <laughs> I saw like under the paperwork, like the corner of like what was clearly a check, like a yeah, money severance check. Severance check. So then I go, Again, I'll go back to it. I lived with my folks at the time. I had yeah. like two bills to pay. My fucking Motorola Razor Hell phone yeah, or Razor. whatever. Shout out Razors. And my Honda Civic, you know, payment or something. Bring so back, bring back the Razor, by the way. It's coming. I mean, it's and it's everything Civics. cyclical. And Civics. They never left. They man. never left. They just were like back sexy. like it never left. What's that white boy talking about? Jews sexy are just back. white Puerto Rican. Honda Civics. <laughs> <laughs> so then so then I go, um, I get a severance check because I had literally been there for yeah, like, no idea. I've been there like for a cup of coffee. Like I was not there very long. She goes, she goes, yes. And she tried explaining something further about some shit I didn't care about, like fucking 401k or whatever. And then I go, well, how much is the severance for? And she goes, it's, um, and I think it was, I had six weeks of pay. And in my mind, I go, and I just like grabbed, I pulled the thing out. Bye, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So then I looked at the check and I go, in my mind, I did the beautiful mind math. You know, I was like, so you're saying I <laughs> literally. Are <laughs> you're tearing at your, your arm. I was like, so chip. I was like, I was like, look at the check. I go, so you're saying I can have this and I don't have to come back anymore. And she goes, yes. And I go, thank you very much. And I'll see you and best of luck and all that. And, and then, I mean, it was like six weeks of pay. I. I think that may last me. Well, you, you're, I'm a 22 year old dickhead. That, you didn't like, die is what I'm saying. Yeah, Not yeah. like you used yeah. it wisely. So then I, um, that, I mean, I went to Chicago, I think, for like a weekend awesome. and then just was in general, like lived the first 10 minutes of Billy Madison for as much as like a dude getting paid $24,000 a year could get Hell yeah. for that. But it was like in 2002. In Cleveland, if you're a guy that partied in 2002 in Cleveland, if you had $32 in your pocket, you could get hammered, get laid, and fucking buy like, you know, rallies on the way home for that, for like one night. Like it was ridiculous. And then, so that money basically dried up at the exact moment I got hired by Scene Magazine (laughs) to do the same job over there. So I basically got like a month long vacation where I could have been looking for actual good enriching jobs and and, rewarding work. No, nah, I just fucking money. Jack off off. money. Yeah. Yeah, Sell out some money. Okay. I mean, but also like, Cleveland, you know, in general is fun to party in. And then Cleveland in 2002 partying was real fun. Post 9 11, everybody had a flag on their car. It was just, um, I don't want to sound like washed the dude, but it was like, there was, there was some, here's some things you could always look forward to seeing in a bar in Cleveland in 2002. I don't care. You go, you can go to the Rowley Inn. I mean, you can go to like a fucking crack house or you could go to like, the, the fanciest bar in town, but you will without fail see these things at any bar in Cleveland in 2002. Tell them. You'd see a dude without his shirt on. 
You'd see a girl without her shirt on. Yep. And then you'd see two dudes just beating the shit out of each other, like to within an inch <laughs> of their life. Just like, it would be like this. You just, everyone would be having a great time. And then out of nowhere, <laughs> two dudes would go at each other and tear into each other like fucking Wolverine and Sabretooth. <laughs> and then like, great reference. And then it would be like, oh, that's just Randy and Terry. They're friends <laughs> with the owner. And then it was like, so they would like Tasmanian devil their way kind of out the front door. And then like oh, the party would <laughs> continue. Yeah. Just would, like everyone yeah. just go back to partying and shit. <laughs> Dude, but it, it was, uh, and then since Cleveland was so economically barren strapped, but they man, really weren't that was kicking when anybody the bottom out. Fell out boy. Yeah. Those yeah. The bottom fell out, man. Yeah. It was. And then they weren't kicking you out and they were taking your money because it was just like, like what else are you, yeah, what do you got? Yeah. yeah you Give know. me a dollar. At the time? Michael White. Was it? Or was that Frank? I Jackson? saw. I just remember it was, it was like just titties. <laughs> just like I remember, like it was. I mean, I'm not even over romanticizing it because I'm pretty sober in how I view everything. Uh-huh. Even though I might have been fucked up, um, <laughs> but it would be like you would just see some. It'd be like 8 p.m. on a Tuesday, and you just see a girl just blast them out, dump them just, out. Yeah. And then like, you know, and then or and then you see like two chicks just start making out and it was like girls gone wild God bless at country. like, you know, Manja in Very Lakewood different. or <laughs> not Manja, the garage bar, yeah. you know, but you get my uh, point. Like Manja was lit. Mass bars back yeah, yeah. Manja yeah. was lit. Um, and every bar like on that block radius in Lakewood was lit in the early Five. 2000s. Because well, uh, uh, what was it? Fucking before that, it was trios. Before Woodstock, it was trios. Like, there's trios, yeah, there's Manja. Yeah, yeah, and, and then it just was like, Lakewood's always kind of just been really lit with bars, you know, even if it was just like known for being like divey, you know, bucket of blood oh, bars. Yeah. It just was a place to go. They never put the fucking college in, those idiots. The what? The college, man. They should have put a college here at uni. Oh, they had colleges. They should have expanded Cleveland State all the way out here. I don't... You know what's... The irony of that is, like, if you go to, like, okay, like, Coventry or, like, that area, you have, like, three giant universities all intersecting, and, like, they can't keep any of those places in business besides, like, the institutions, like yeah. the grog just stays open because it's the grog. But that's every a rock shop. They have, they, well, they have the shows. They 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 live off the fact that they. That's have where shows. the fucking yeah. nerd like kids go, man. Nerd kids don't never know do no fucking partying, man. Oh no, those kids are maniacs. You tell me, bong gangs going out to the fucking grog tonight? I know some Hell people. No. Yo, young man, I know. Some people <laughs> from Case. I, I know some people from Case. You telling me? Going to the motherfucking, fucking, they're maniacs. They're going maniacs. To they go to those tonight, places. Yeah, dance with fucking Michael Jackson records all. Night. I went to I went to Cleveland Institute of Art, and I will say there were some wild asses, myself included, at the Cleveland Institute of Art, including who's is that like a actual I'm being person? racist. <laughs> I, I, I don't. This is I the part of the show be, where James gets mad, problematic, and I have to correct. No, him I want to. I, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't missing this thing. I want you're on your turf, and I want you to allow your space to be problematic. I just want to hear this story because, <laughs> like I said, I don't want to get too problematic tonight because you know I'm a little tie tie, but that's just me. I just want to hear this story, man. You seem like a fucking an elder speaking truths down on the mountaintops about art. And just good old fashioned good living, man. What was that? I know some shit about both. You went to the scene, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I went to Scene Magazine and basically did the same shit for two dollars less an hour. Enemy. That's right. Fucking ponder this if you can. Like accruing tens of thousands of dollars of student debt, student mm-hmm. loan debt, 
to get hired for $12 an hour only to get laid off and hired to do the same thing for $10 an hour. Oh, like a little baby bitch. Man. They tried to play you. Oh, they did. Because I just didn't. <laughs> and they're like, it's like, in, they're like, well, then it's like the classic, well, what the fuck are you going to do? Like, right. Um, Find another employment then. I, you know, and my, I, I was thinking of doing that. And my mm-hmm. old man, who's like the most solid, honest, blue collar guy in the world, just rolled his eyes at me when I mentioned it. You know, he right. was like, he was a cop for 37 years. So he was like, you got to go. He goes, well, and he was like, <laughs> hey, he's like, hey, asshole, you live under my roof and eat all my food. You're not living here on unemployment. Cleveland like, cop? Uh, Beachwood. Oh, okay. So he, was n- he never did anything fun. Nope. That's why, like, when my 20s happened, I kind of, like, the floodgates opened where, like, you know, he's no dummy. I think they were, my him and my mom were waiting for me to test boundaries, and it never happened because I lived in fear of both of them. Right. For so Sounds long. like we had similar parents. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. Where, like, they just gave me as much space as I needed to where I was like, I don't feel the need to. Yeah, out in any way. I feel like my parents could have let me go out more, and then maybe I would have like a baby, Um, (laughs) which would mean that I at least have a girlfriend, maybe, or a wife. That'd be okay, I guess. I don't know. I don't really want to get married. No, my parents never pressed me about girlfriends. When are you gonna get married? Well, I got married, so I got that out of the way. Knocked it. I got the Jewish grandma, the Yakubian Jewish grandma, that presses me about that shit. So I think I'm gonna make an official announcement here tonight on Teach These Devils that the Hebrew people. I've been included into my tribe. Really? The tribe of Teach These Is that official? I th- it's for me. I th- just want to get this money, and I've always loved them Jew girls. Team man. TTD? I love Jew girls so much. I would do anything for them. Sarah Silverman, what's good? How you doing? Uh-uh. Well, again, Mayim Bialik. I love you, girl. She's well, Jewish, let's, right? Let's, let's, let's team up Guardians of the Galaxy and the Avengers of, of you know, marginalized people, and let's fucking get it. To the top, baby. All the way. We've always got. Already made it to the top. We've always gotten. I knew as soon as Jim Jones started talking about get make sure your lawyer is Jewish. (laughs) I was like, that's all I ever wanted in my life was to feel cool for one fucking bar in a rap song. Oh my god! Although I don't, I couldn't fucking save money to save my life. So what do I know about being Jewish, really? It's all I had a bar mitzvah. The, it's all in the mom, from what I hear. It is. <laughs> you had a bar yeah, mitzvah. That's like the whole thing, like if you're. Oh, I had a bar mitzvah. Jewish, yeah. yeah, my mom. My mom was was full on Jewish. My dad <laughs> was uh, had Jewish mother and. I'm, Jewish. I can't believe so that, yeah. I can't, I'm 38 fucking years old. I keep getting this wrong. Catholic father, not really religious, but so he to smash my mom converted you know like so and then you know they 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 had me and my brother so it was it wasn't just like to marry my mom he was kind of like my mom's side of the family was real like curb your enthusiasm jewish so my favorite kind of jewish oh yeah like i watched curb enthusiasm larry david i'm like that's just my grandpa (laughs) love that show it's yeah. I was like, I watch it, and I'm like, this is. I was like, it's funny, but it's also just like a documentary on my like my mom's side like, of the family. That sounds a lot awesome. Of it. It, so was who's Susie? it was who's great. Susie? Who's <laughs> <laughs> oh, Susie? Susie. <laughs> um, we had actually, ironically enough, we had like super Italian neighbors growing up, and the the mom there was more Susie than anybody. <laughs> oh, well, like, she never like, "You're such an asshole, Larry." Like it was like. <laughs> You fucking piece of shit. Yeah, like, yes. Uh, you're a creep. You're a disgusting man. Uh, just, um, just, uh, also your fridge door is just chill, oh, like way open. 
a lot of action here in the Man, TTD. shit's kicking off over here. Okay, so nothing. There's no rules in the Jebelplex, bro. I don't know no, I just don't that. want to run. We'll see you guys run up a giant electric bill. My don't electricity worry. bill this month. Do you want to guess how much it was? Seventeen hundred dollars. Five dollars. Super close. Why? What the fuck? It's a great question. I don't know because I'm. I am somewhat economical with how I use my. You gotta unplug your chargers, bro. You know what? I didn't realize. You know, I live very free. I leave. I have like four chargers in my yep. tiny apartment, and I just, mm-hmm. I'm just like, hey, fuck you. I'm gonna charge in the living room. I'm gonna charge on the toilet. I respect that. Yeah, but um, you, you gotta, you gotta unplug the chargers to save the world because we're still burning coal. I think somewhere, somewhere I'll never see. If we're gonna be honest about it, like I'm like, <laughs> I'm not gonna be somewhere. <laughs> I mean, somewhere like I'm sure maybe like you go like sent you just push center to the America enough, right? This probably cool happening. smoke. You happening. find your way heading to Akron, you're eventually gonna I was see like, I was a like, stock. I was like, motherfucker, I have Amazon Echo. I was like, I'll never see a lump of coal in my life. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> I go, once I got like Amazon Echo in my home, I was like, I can never go backwards with this I can't tech. Stop. I was like uh, I was like, I, I hope all those dudes in the mines are doing oh well, but I'm God. just that's not a that's oh a different God. life I'm not leading. I right hope now. we're doing all right, but I am not taking this back. This is yeah, Echo, dude, you know what? <laughs> there's like there's this wild um aversion to just accepting your whiteness in your consumption of shit, like when people buy pour over coffee or good mm. coffee. And anymore, I'm just like, yes, I go, I do like $4 coffee. How can you be so woke and so Yakubian at the same time? Me? Yeah. Because I'm just that fucking I good, I think he just accepts his Yakubianism. There's no guilt to his Yakubianism. There I just like, am who I am, and yeah. I, I spread the blessings and privileges I have been merited as much as I can to all my friends and people I care about. But more on top of that, I just really like the finer fucking things in life. There's nothing wrong with that. Go to Whole Foods, thing. spend $62 on lunch. Just be, I don't have that kind of money. But it's like, teach him. yeah, my buddy one day goes, this is, <laughs> this is mad you want me to teach him? I'll teach show him. him. I'm, about ta- I'm about to talk to him. Allow me some space real quick Go to ahead, talk to him. Young brother. Um, my one buddy, which is like, it was just sort of just this accepting transparentness of your whiteness where he just goes, he goes, I went grocery shopping last week at Whole Foods. You know why? Do you know why I would go to Whole Foods? Because why? fuck you. And he just goes, <laughs> because fuck you. Because there's just this weird, there's the, you know, it's like this weird thing where like people, want to go to brunch and they oh, want to yeah. like uh be basic as shit avocado toasted up they're so desperate like people are so dumbass people are so desperate to prove to you how shallow they're not or how dumb they aren't or how uninteresting they're not Teach. To, where you just end up becoming you know it's like that thing where you see the girl with 70 million instagram followers yeah. that is built cartoonishly and then she's, she's just like it's a picture and she goes, i'm weird Right? Like inner captions. <laughs> no, you're not. Like you're you're really you're you're gorgeous. You're just like a person from Wisconsin. Like, you're, you are, yeah, and you you were gifted genetically, and you're gorgeous, and you'll probably marry like a retired major league baseball pitcher of and course. go with God. Like that's <laughs> that's your life. Maybe there's Christ, more bro. to you than that. But if your first entry into my life digitally is to say what you are, like I'm weird, mm-hmm. or 
Um, sarcasm is my language. I don't. I just really. <laughs> that's, not, that's, that's not how it works. Let everyone. me figure it out for myself. How weird you are, because I can tell you one thing about weird people. I've been around a few. You can figure it out pretty early on. <laughs> I know, know. I know for a fact that someone who says sarcasm isn't like is my language. Isn't the what is that? Is that like an online dating thing? Because it's just I see I a lot it of has that. To be. Like it's and, it's like like sarcasm. I'm fluent in sarcasm. I'm like, well, I don't. In my brief stint with Tinder. That was the case. That's like, so yeah. sarcasm. I saw that a lot, and it was super weird because then I would meet these people, and it's like I'm the sarcastic one. Like you, because you don't. And also, like, because you're two comedians, I'm talking to. Yeah, <laughs> you don't ever at any point have to go around. You know, it's the thing when people tell you but try to bust your balls, and they go, "You know, I'm just joking, right?" Like, yeah. If I knew you were joking or if it was funny, you wouldn't have to explain that <laughs> yeah, afterwards. Yeah. It's like fucking dickhead. But, oh, I'm just busting your balls. It's like, you know I'm busting your balls. That's it. Like, I was like, yeah, I just don't think it was. F-. like, And it's like, oh, I'm a, I get to be the thin-skinned asshole because you weren't being funny. I was like, <laughs> I get it. Okay. If anyone ever tells you that they were just kidding, that's basically like, I'm not. hey, <laughs> I meant everything I just said. And also on top of that, say it again. Whisper it into your mother's ear, and then also on top of that, fuck you. That's what people mean when they say, I was just kidding, man. You know, it's just a joke, right? Like, oh, yeah. I was, and then I just go, I just go, I just thank you for Claire. Like, How it's, many times I've seen that on Facebook? And again, I don't I don't want to whittle down someone's entire existence to what their Tinder profile is. I know, right? Yeah. But really, like, okay, if you have, like, a nanosecond to sort of declare to the world what you're about. Mm-hmm. And it's just the words tacos slash unicorns. Yeah. What the fuck am I supposed to do with like it's like <laughs> they used to throw people How do like I know that you? off of a cliff? Because <laughs> I love tacos. To and be fair, don't exist. To be fair, we've whittled down the experience of what someone's worth is it by a swipe left or a swipe right. Now um, women can choose. Like <laughs> Did you hear? Now women can choose if they want to talk to the man first on Tinder. <laughs> They've given women rights on social fucking apps or whatever the fuck you call it. Are you talking As about they Bumble? Like where Bumble or... They turn- As they should. Tinder into Bumble now, apparently. I don't... I, I, I did my time on Tinder and I... I I am not saying this to be a white knight or whatever. I never went on one Tinder date. I barely had one Tinder conversation. Oh, wow. Um, like I matched up with like uh, this uh, adult dancer who was very lovely. Well. Uh, but then it's immediately like it goes, it's just like goes nowhere. And then it turns you into, it turned me into an even bigger asshole than I already was because you just like, I would be like in my apartment just walking around looking at it and I was like just like I remember this this is the day I deleted my Tinder <laughs> so I'm like I'm holding my phone I'm walking around I see like a girl I go oh she's just a pretty attractive girl I was like let me see what beautiful her woman. bio is about here and it goes my relationship with Jesus Christ is more important than than anything else in the world and I just go out loud with no one else I go you're gonna have to do better than that and I was like, <laughs> like, oh, like god holy <laughs> shit <laughs> I was like, no witnesses. And then I like swipe left. I go, what is my life about anymore? That like, like I'm like this person's just professing her faith. That's not wrong. But me, I was like, you know. And then it's like, it, here's why Tinder is fucking bullshit. As you're swiping, if you swipe super slow, you could yeah. see the words in red nope, nope. start to right appear over her, over her fucking forehead. That's a fucking subliminal over advertising. The, yeah, over the, and then I'll oh, admit God. it, the first couple times I tried it, like as I just go, oh, loser. Nope. <laughs> it's like, it's like, when I was on Tinder, I felt like 
when I was on Tinder, it felt like I ru- it ruined my old band's name because my old band's name was Nope. <laughs> awesome. So it's, it's like, like so it bad. Like, like it I'm was not like Target T-shirts, but like fucking us up. Tinder fucking me up real bad. <laughs> it's um, but it's like fun, like a video game. Like you know what I mean. <sighs> like I'll see, like I go, oh, this girl's attractive, and I was like. I was like, maybe this a match, and then I said, never, it's never. It's a match. not a match, but it's like sometimes it's a match, She's and when it happens, there. like you feel, I'm like, oh, fuck, and, I go, and then I go, oh, I have to talk to this person now. Like, I can't believe you haven't like figured it out yet. Like everyone's just dehumanizing one another. Yeah, it is. I mean, I don't want to get deep about it. It's a, it's a video game that people take dick from or <laughs> give dick, like yep. or you know, just scissor each other if yep. whatever you want to do open giants that's on. what it's for you know it's, it's an like, app for opening up giant giant i've thought that it's way it's since like myspace was the first social media I, myspace I think like every social platform is designed at it's, its core yeah like how can i put my genitals in another and person's someone, genitals if you really or think mouth about it or whatever everything like, that's in the whole world is a way, like a man built a car because a woman didn't want to walk to town with him. Like you know what I mean? Well, like procreation. It's very animal core. <laughs> that's what. Like I'm like Snapchat became a thing, and I go, of course this is a thing. I go now teens can just show pictures of their dicks right? to each other. You like, like that? Uh, yeah, I guess. Man, you think why do you think we went to the moon? See if there was bitches up there. Or there like, weren't. <laughs> yeah. Or, or like some astronaut got his heart broken and he's like, I'm going to show Diane. Show that stupid you just, bitch Diane. Just fucking. I'm going to make it to the... I couldn't oh, bring can, the moon to you, but I'm going to bring the moon to Can me. Roger go to the moon? Can your man go to the moon? No. That's... No, no. <laughs> I went to the fucking moon, bitch. That's right, bitch. Me. Neil Armstrong. You know when he's putting the flag there, you know, like in his helmet, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, you don't even see this shit right now because I'm on the fucking moon. <laughs> How's that taste? We, I want to. I want to. Neil would be a great porn name. No, it's terrible. <laughs> Neil, Neil Dick Strong is much better. Dick Strong, yeah, but this is a little too on the nose. You it is be- like it is like a declaration, like the girl saying, "I'm weird." Like if your dick is strong, you yeah. probably shouldn't have to say it up front. Mm-hmm. Neil Dick Strong. That's why my name. That's why <laughs> my name isn't Pants Dick Strong. <laughs> he only does his name's his name's Pants Dick Strong. He only does ball busting porn. That's his whole gig. Ball, ball, like my balls are literally getting busted, or someone's just like getting my ball. The like, ball busting porn, or just someone's just talking. There's shit like to some dudes that like to get their balls stepped on. Like no, this. oh no, no, that's no. real, dude. That's very. It, real. I don't doubt that's real, but that's not what I'm. That's grow up. <laughs> you know what? Like, gr- like that's one step above like getting pooped on. Pretty much, you know? I think like, it's a step below getting pooped on. <sighs> getting pooped on doesn't hurt. Your balls will still work <laughs> if you get shitted on. Your balls will still work <laughs> if you get shitted on. Your balls will still work <laughs> if you get shitted on. You're right. Getting pooped on hurts. I believe I would, you got like, pooped on. No, I would. I'd rather never be been pooped on, but here. I believe that'd be a traumatic <laughs> experience. But also, as Jane points out constantly, I'm somewhat prudish. Wilson's a little prudy. Yeah. Uh, this, I got well, no, you're not prudish. You probably just have, you know, very nuts and bolts, vanilla chocolate swirl sensibilities. I don't know. Maybe you're wild as fuck. I don't know. <laughs> I can tell you this. Like, being raised on Baywatch and vivid video DVD porn oh. is like, uh, like, it's been a learning curve to try to adapt to certain oh my things. God. Which I'm kind of open to some of it, but at the same time, I just feel like. It's like sex is like Black Sabbath, where I'm like, nah, I'm just can listen to Volume Four. Like, <laughs> this is great. I like this is great for me. You know, like what do you like to listen to? Do you like to listen to Thin Lizzy? Whenever I, uh, I don't know. 
I think there's that's that's revealing. Hmm. You're not a giver. You're a taker, my no, friend. No, I'm a giver. That's, I, I, I'm that's not saying that giver. to be a great guy. I'm a you're I, a giver. He's a giver in the because sense that he's willing to listen. Here's to how other like I, I know we're on a, I know we're on a podcast right now. But like to me, if any woman would allow me to burden them with my naked body or like touch them in any way, thank you so much. Yeah, serious. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I swear to God, dude. Like, um, I don't like. I still giggle when I go buy condoms and stuff. Like, and I'm yeah, fucking 38 can. years old. Like, I'm like, I wait till no one's in the aisle. And I was like, uh, you know, like, this is awesome. <laughs> I went to, uh, what's condoms? <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to not have to use them, but now yeah. it's, you know, I remember one time straws. I, was, I was sick and I went to a CVS with my roommate at the time. And, uh, <laughs> First, was, I'm sorry. It was, it was the most like this was definitely a cash purchase. Any story <laughs> in the start of CVS is never not funny. But go go on. I'm sorry. Oh, I, like, bought, I bought a box of condoms. It was sick. <laughs> six. Cents. I bought a box of condoms, a, a ju- like a, a thing of Mucinex, and a pack of Camelites. There's never a good combo when you start with condoms. And by like, the way, like yeah, no, it's, it's always never funny. Good, it's, it's always, always funny. Like, and then my buddy, my buddy's right next to me getting his stuff, and everyone saw us walk in together. They're seeing us leaving together, and this kid is just kind of chuckling at it. Oh and my like, god! My friend does one of the funniest things I've ever seen. He's like, <laughs> "We're gonna go drink all this." Like he looks at the kid, he goes, "We're gonna drink all this robe tussing and fuck each other in the ass." <laughs> How oh, old was the kid? My. Like he had to be just freshly twenty one or something. He shouldn't he, have been that weird at our. Oh life. man, right? he was he was basically me at twenty one. Yeah, like who knew nothing. Go the guns. <laughs> I just think like, like it's just funny to watch two like because and, and and it's like two very like I'm not a wayfish looking dude. I have an athletic build. My one friend is hella wayfish. Are you sure you're not wayfish? Well, maybe yeah, in man. contrast, you look like a spaghetti maybe monster. Suppose next to this man, yeah, oh yeah, next to the other guy, he looked like Tom like, Hardy and like <laughs> he looked growling like his shit. I'm next fucking, to you, worms, I'm I look the most I'm like Hugh Tom Jackman Hardy. X Men One. There you go. I'm Hugh Jackman X Men One next to this dude. Oh my god! And, I, and young man is David Bowie, nineteen seventy-five. Thank you so like, much. That's not <laughs> Damn, that actually he's sounds he was, pretty. Was, I ain't kissing no dudes, but I'm gonna take a couple of is, wives back. You he's know what I mean? <laughs> We're uh, gonna take a quick break, though. Hold on, man. We're gonna take a quick break. We're almost like fucking. We've been rolling through this pod. There's only a couple minutes left for you assholes when we get back. But just hold on, and uh, we're gonna fucking go buy some condoms together. Rubbers and Tussin. Rubbers and Tussin. Sorry, sorry. Oh man, that would most most everybody's like. Whoa. Here's what. Here's yeah. you want to you want to do record this. I'm recording right now. Oh, you are. Okay. Teach him. Okay. Here's two things you should never weigh your progress or your productivity or volume against other people's, and that's working out and that's sex. Just because it will fuck you up. <laughs> It'll fuck like if you're the dude that looks across the gym to see how much another dude or chick's lifting. Is lifting. You're already shot yourself in the foot. You lost. Also, in the same with sex, it's like it's funny that in my late thirties, this goes back to like high school shit, where you're like half half these cats talking about the shit they're doing are not doing it. They're not doing anything. No. And look, I'm not. Listen, I am far from a very productive guy most of the time with that shit but mm-hmm. it's just it's it's like anything success related mind your own business right. focus on your own happiness but also be a giver mm-hmm. <laughs> before you take you gotta love to give yeah. you gotta at least strive to give i love to give 
I do like I it sounds like some Tony Robbins shit, but it's true. <laughs> I like to It's I not just, like to me I don't like I just I want was, to be the Puerto Rican Bobby Caldwell of 2018. Live your dreams. I want baby. love, baby. So you love. love. You love on your terms, Wilson. Uh-uh. Love no, on yeah. your terms. Hear that, James? Quit shaming me for not eating ass, brother. I didn't say there was a shame <laughs> to it. I've already admitted that there is nothing wrong with not having desire to, how do you say, uh, eat. Dance with Mrs. Brownstone. Thank you. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Brownstone, heroin. Mrs. Brownstone, butthole. That was fucking... We're not going to top that. We're not going to... I don't... I'm not a dude that laughs at my own bullshit, but it was... This is is our... This is our... This is our Boondocks Fleece Fleece Johnson moment. This is our MSNBC Fleece Johnson moment. If you don't want to mess with Mrs. Brownstone... Don't. Don't do it. You know what? for me. <laughs> you yell out James's name when you fucking when you enter eat, the foyer of the punch that booty hoe. boudoir or whatever. <laughs> when you step into that foyer, you say, <laughs> Jeb's home. <laughs> it's that would be the first thing I say when I eat a butt. Don't do that. Wilson, you gotta, <laughs> and they go, who's Jeb? Wilson, you, gotta, you gotta love yourself mm-hmm. and you gotta be okay with who you are. 100%. I don't then, like hugs. There you go. No. <laughs> What else do you want? Hugs are important. I like hugs. They're important. Everyone likes hugs, especially for not so. I don't know. know. Yeah, I, I, I don't mind a hug if it's under five seconds. What if? Uh, does your mom hug you, pants? Oh yeah, <laughs> all the time. If you called your mom right now, would she come give you a hug? She would literally drive from the far east hmm, side. Of sounds Florida. normal as fuck to me. <laughs> Were you not hugged a lot as a kid? <laughs> oh. I, it's, it's a non-judgment loaded question. It's just where, where you... No, no. Like, we you were in a touching family. We were, were in a touching family. family. I had a moment sense. I had a moment from, like, age birth to, like, when I was Wednesday, seven years old. That Wednesday. Because, like, every Puerto Rican kid is held <laughs> up until about six years old. Your mama picking your ass up. Come like, here. Come here, mijo. But then once you hit six, you hit that, it's that fine line. Yeah. And then, like... Like, yeah, no, we just weren't a hugging family. Like, uh, you know, I, I love my mother. You know I love my mother this day. I'm sure my mom well, that makes, the fuck But out that of me. makes more sense now that maybe you are, you know, like. Prude as fuck. <clears throat> I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, listen, I didn't get, I did not um, get laid for the first time until my early 20s. Valid. So, and I was, I came from a very huggy family. Yeah, See? I didn't lose my opportunity until I was 18. There you go. Well, you're way ahead of me then, dude. See so you win. This you dude's, a, you know what? This dude's d- d- Dick Demon over here, just playing Dick it on the low. Dude, that's the name of my mixtape. Dick, 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 Dick Demon presents. Dick Demon Productions. Wilson, <laughs> Wilson's gonna pull his phone out and look at that fucking slot machine with all the texts from girls. But like you up, you up. You're like, man, it's like 9 p.m. Right I'm, now. I have a loving I have a girlfriend. girlfriend. I have oh, a loving sorry. girlfriend. Yeah, I'm in a mad. I'm in a mad. I didn't. I didn't know Wilson. He I always texts back. I have a loving girlfriend. Leave me alone, you witch. <laughs> Yeah, then if you have a girlfriend, then you should just be a, be a prude, because then, you know, yeah. how long you been with her? You oh, dude, we've been together for a fat minute. I'm Maybe about there you like go. three to Maybe four years. Maybe he's a genius. Keep him one more, you three know what I mean? Three to four years. You might be fucking, you might have figured it out. Doing it right. Man. Dude, I, I think the way I figured it out was by being single for a very long time. I did that was like, an on-air three-piece. Right I, did my, I did my whole run-through with being in relationships. Mm-hmm. I fucked up my first big game. 
Mm-hmm. You know, my Uh-oh. first World Series. You got to. I struck out. Got to. Did I you struck get, out super it's heavy. It's important to fuck up. I like made that. the wrong call and I made the wrong play. You got you got your heart broken. No, I broke a heart. And oh, yeah. that was that. I did a bad thing. Oh well, well, you know what? I done but a you bad, didn't mean to. I'm sure, thing. and life goes on. Right. And you know what? You learn from those experiences. It's the balance you know I mean? of the universe. Is You're not wrong. I've broken hearts. I've had my heart fucking smashed. So man, shoot. What goes around comes around, my guy. Man, tell us a little bit about if you don't mind. What's it like to get? We've had a guest on that was divorced two times. One, two. Those- uh, he's okay. he's not normal. He joined when you were out hanging out in Cleveland. He was on a plane <laughs> to uh, Iraq during nine eleven. <laughs> like, well, that was Afghanistan. Oh, so he was Afghanistan. actually doing yeah. important things. No, like he joined the army in uh, August of two thousand and one. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and, was it? Uh, oh shit! Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Remember? Hi. Did he? And I don't. I want to speak very carefully to this when I joke about it. Go but on. Was he like joining, being like, "Well, I can pay my way through college now. What could possibly go he wrong?" He watched fucking Polly Shore in the army now. No, I think he, <laughs> I, I think he was doing it because he had like uh, a sense of service. In yeah, him. or something. Yeah. Or, like, I think that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Every kid has a moment like that, especially when he's a hero. Adam Janowicz, shout out to the sponsor. Um, that still is a terrible, terrible sense of timing. So oh, he got married yeah. and divorced twice. Yeah, and nine eleven, <laughs> and terrorists. <laughs> I got um, I got divorced once, and that felt like nine eleven for I bet. me. And I was like a fully formed adult in the original nine eleven. Mm. So, but I mean, there's really nothing fascinating about my divorce, and uh, you know, like it's not a sensitive subject, but it's also like there's someone else that I do care about involved in it. So it's like, yeah. I mean, it just was like uh, in the year 20, I got divorced in 2015. Uh, oh, wow. Just, that's very recent. You know what the weird thing is? Is it feels like it was forever ago. Yeah. But well, it I was guess really almost three, you know. Not, that's a lot of life. Not three years ago. Um, I've done a lot of, like, and, and this is, and not to turn this into the fucking, uh, what's uh, like a self-help thing, but it's like I learned more about my divorce than I ever did through marriage. I'm not proud to say it. Not like saying that like I'm a great guy about it, mm-hmm. but it was just like that was the way it played out. Yeah, it was wow. a learning experience. And there was like you know, there was like some comedy in it, obviously. But yeah, it was uh, it is um, <laughs> not fun. And I can it was, imagine I mean, it, it was pretty amicable for the most part. So, well, that's good. But it, it was, sounds like you were fun. <laughs> sounds like you were pretty involved in the process. Though uh, our former guest Adam was like, he just made his ex wife do everything both times. No, oh, that's a lot like a wedding. He too. Just, just yeah, make yeah. the. This is your show, babe. <laughs> so uh, I, should have, I should have had a destination divorce. All things considered, how long, how long were you guys together before you had divorced? We were together for a long time. We were together yeah. for ten years. We were married almost four. Damn, homie. Um, but it, it is weird to think about that, like, you know, it feels like it was honestly, like, forever ago that it all went down. That's a know? lot, yeah. And then it was, like, when the smoke cleared finally on all of it, like, when I actually got to the bottom of my bullshit, mm-hmm. you know, and started addressing all the th- things that went wrong, then you're like, oh, this sucks. Because there was, like, a good year or two of just straight numbness, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, then it was... You know, you get into a relationship or two after that, or you try to, and then, yeah. then that sort of brings to light, like, I'll put it like this. You remember Ronda Rousey got, like, knocked out by Holly? Oh, yeah, and she was done. She was done 
So she went into her next fight against Amanda Nunes. Mm-hmm. And she never even was fighting Amanda Nunes. She was still fighting the Holly ghost of Holly Holm. Yeah. So she never stood a chance. That was beautifully stated. That was kind of like me and my following relationship that followed that up, where it was just like, uh, you know, yeah. I, just, I never stood a chance in that one. Yeah, no, I... And again, I'm not going to go deep into that because yeah. that's also yeah, another person that I care about, you know, and that's like not here to do You guys still talk or? 100%, 100% <laughs> not at all. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> um... I mean, that's all. It's it's not even like it when it's messy. It's just like um, pretty pretty recently, and you know, I don't know. Life goes on. Life goes on. I, and it's like I got to work on me. You know that Absolutely. all that bullshit. Like, well, it's let's talk. Like, true. It's almost like you don't let's... even recognize you have to work on you sometimes, especially during that period of numbness. Because I completely understood what you said when you said that it's like i swear you're, just, to God, you're, like, you're a blank fucking slate like we were separated for a good amount of time where i was living by myself and i literally sat in like a weird cottage behind a house where we used to live and i just sat there and watched like the movie drive what over again. drive didn't, like address anything about like just like self-imposed exile yeah you know Unless- i could have been like talking to people and like women and i could have yeah. been like you know, hanging out, but it was really just like I don't know how to live my life right now. Yeah, I just I understand that, man. Drank wine. Yeah, you 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 <laughs> just like default. You just default into the most harmless activities that like you know you can't get yelled at about or like oh, you yeah. don't have to answer for. And Old Overholton like, cigarettes, baby. Yeah, and yeah, I mean to be fair, there was a good amount of drinking going on, but it wasn't like I was waking up in the morning drinking. It just was like I was in a neighborhood where there was a bar on every corner, and I just man. I've been Taco Bell four nights a week. I've Hell spent yeah. a good. I spent a good part of uh, 2015 very upset and depressed and fucking in a dark place. And I was. You said uh, 15. Yeah, okay. I think so. And I, I think I think it was 15. It was 15. And I. Uh, yeah, it's when we became friends. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I used that time to fucking indulge myself in fucking old Overholt and cigarettes. So much so to the point where it's like I don't even think about really drinking like that anymore. Like. If I was one of those people that was like, if I was going to drink to forget, I was going to fucking, we're going to do this properly. Let me get a whole <laughs> bottle of liquor yeah. and drink it. And no, yeah, you don't. Who wants to drink shitty liquor, man? I love <laughs> shitty liquor. Is, wait, old over, I mean, I drink old whiskey, over but is, is, is it fucking not the bottom one. of the barrel? That's that Don Draper shit. Oh, no, I drink Jameson. I'm very basic. I like that shit. Man. I don't, I haven't, I got drunk once this year. I'm a Henny man. And I'm not like, I never considered myself somebody that had a problem with mm-hmm. drinking, but like, I just was like around, probably like, Thanksgiving, I just was like, all right, this is a little, this is silly. Like, this is. Yeah, I feel the same, like, I feel the same way. I've never had a problem. Like, if I was, like I said, if I was going to drink, I'm going to fucking drink to forget. But when you do that, it doesn't, you don't forget. It turns into, like, a stew. See, when I get, like, I got, like. Here's that broth. Yeah. I went into (laughs) into the deepest depression of my life around this time last year, and I definitely had no desire to drink. Yeah. Like, I drink when I'm having, like, when shit is going right. I want to drink. Oh, okay. oh man! Um, no, I'm not even trying to say that to sound like a sterling individual. Yeah, because but no, that's if you've ever seen me get drunk, it's not yeah. like you know. It doesn't look like uh, a fun time Don party. Draper, you know, <laughs> at 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. It's just, it's like, it's like I'm Andrew Ubris, Ubris. Like it's like that shit. Like that's I've always enjoyed any time. I, I don't think I've ever been with you drinking till that point. <laughs> but anytime we've seen each other at a place where we're both drinking, it's always very. Friendly and fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, because it's not fun to to fucking get, get. white girl wasted. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 at my age, I feel better right now physically than I have probably in ten years. But That's it's great. also like, yeah, part of why I feel great is because I'm not pickling my fucking liver every weekend, you know. Yeah. yeah. And then the the shitty eating follows it. So. I don't know where I'm going with that. That's not a very fun story to tell. But no, nah, man, just, it's just we're talking about. Even, let's just teach these story. devils, man. Yo, he's teaching you how to be healthy. It's probably we're not learning. drinking I'm, as much. I don't know. Not eating as much Jack, Taco Bell. Take Jack Lane, I am not. Bit. Take those yeah, things just, out of your life a little bit. You feel just good. Just go out, have a couple drinks. Fucking yeah. maybe buy like someone that strikes your fancy a drink or two. Say hello. Then you get around to talking about eating ass eventually. <laughs> With <laughs> consent. That's how you get on Consensually ass eating. <laughs> That's how you get on Teach These Devils. You hang out with me and James. ass eating. You know what I'm saying? I say no. Ah. Um, James says yes, and then we become friends, and we're here now. Then you eat ass. Eat an ass with your whole heart, goddammit. Here's the thing about eating ass. (laughs) With your whole heart. You got to eat it with your whole heart. Oh, no. There's no half eaten with... No, sir. Mrs. Brownstone does not respect fucking. <laughs> you either go, go Don't. Goddamn. I can't. I, I don't know. Like, Mrs. Dave Flint is the first official person to ever call me out. Dude, now. Mrs. Brownstone. <laughs> like, literally, Dave was, Flint was, just has an essence of. Yeah, he. Yeah. I never, my mom saw Dave Flint one time, and ever since, I think she, like, looks at. She looks at me and is like, why couldn't I have had him as my son? <laughs> like, every time I feel like she thinks that. I fucking love Dave. Shout oh, out Dave. Dave is great. He's Dave is wonderful. wonderful Dave's got to come human. back. He said he wants to come back on. We got to get him back on. We have to get him back on. That was the funniest shit anyone ever said oh to him. Dave's got. He looked at me and he goes, You don't eat ass, don't you? <laughs> He's like, I had a fucking radar for it, dude. He like smelled He's like, Wait, Wilson. You don't eat ass. That's, That's an amazing Dave, Dave impression. He does You know, because I want everybody in Cleveland to believe in themselves. I did. I did. Oh, my God. I just Why listen to somebody and, you know, they're there when I'm there. And it's, it's good, though. Why do we even have guests? <laughs> you could be Seriously. everyone. I but Dave is the only person in Cleveland comedy I choose to impersonate because his cadence. That is a perfect so Dave. He's the most. He's like he's like the most chill Slink Johnson you've ever seen in your life. I think Dave's a time traveler. Might be. I th- really do. He's one of them old Harlem heads. But <laughs> we got a perfectly good Yakubi in here to talk about. He spilled his guts, man. He talked about everything, dude. Oh, I haven't talked about anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> What do you got within you, man? Tell us the tale I of the tattoos. I got a whole universe. Where do you buy your shirts? Let's open with that. I don't. Why do you think I became a graphic I artist so I get free t-shirts? Shirt. This is a Bubba's Fire shirt designed by one of my best buds, Oliver Barrett. That's a very great talented shirt. individual. Great shirt. Um, very handsome guy. Um, no, honestly, I own... I got in a big kick of buying like band merch like uh. a, in the last year or so. So I own like a shit ton of just printed shirts... And then I get in that mode where I'm like, like I'll lose a little bit of weight, and I'll be like, "Oh man, I think it's time to start getting into some size large." I go extra large, just I think I, I'm thinking I'm ready to buy some large shirts. So then I'll buy like the size large T, and like, and I go, and then it's like it's, it'll motivate me to drop that next like five ten go. pounds. But really, what happens is I'm just sort of plateaued. So then like <laughs> I'll get it, 
I'll do the stretch thing, and then I'll put it on, and I'll look in the mirror, and I'll go, no. <laughs> not yet, man. Like, not yet. Why but, do men have to stretch their shirts out now? Remember when shirts were just Because you don't want right to look size. like a fucking cased meat, like, right? walking around. But remember when they were, like, they had a nice fall to them, you know what I mean? Because, well, the, the, the apparel games evolved a lot, too, where it's like, there's a billion different styles. <laughs> Wilson's not a husky boy. He doesn't know shit about yeah, I don't this. Know shit about no, this. Wilson's Hugh Jackman... I'm Hugh Jackman, X-Men Jackman. 1, so... He's Hugh Jacked, man. I'm Hugh Jacked, bro. Um, I'm a husky boy. He's not a Jackman, he's a Jacked man. I'm Jacked, um, man. Uh, so, I don't know. There's nothing interesting about my tattoos. Like, there really is not. Like, oh, uh, the last one I got from Chad Lenger over at Black Metal. Shout out. Um, fucking fantastic, dude. Um, so, like, people will... No one talks to me about my tattoos, but when people start talking about what their tattoos mean, I just immediately roll my fucking eyes because I'm just like, yeah, ever since I was like old enough to get tattoos, I just wanted them to look cool and stuff. So I was getting, I, I managed to get in to get tattooed by my buddy who was always booked months ahead of time. Uh-huh. I caught him when someone canceled. So he, I come in, he's got like a sketchbook. He's like, he's like, you got to pick one of these things because it's just like. I only got like three hours to tattoo you. I go, cool. So I was like, this this thing looks cool, this skull. I was like, let's do that. And then, so, because I know as an artist, I don't, I appreciate when clients aren't picky and they just let me do my thing. Do your thing, Which we yeah. can all relate to. So yes. he's tattooing me and then he's like literally blazes through this thing. And it's like, it's on my forearm. It's probably like, I don't know, the size of my foot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm looking at it right now. It's dope. It's, yeah, I'm really happy with it. So, like, he, I mean, he gets it done in like an hour and a half, which is nothing. It's crazy. And I have no tolerance for pain. So I was very appreciative. <laughs> so he's literally giving it like the last wipe down. And if you've ever gotten tattooed, you know, like the last wipe down is the worst part of it. And I just go, I was like, so like, what is this thing anyways? And he just goes, Oh, it's a cat skull. And I go, <laughs> cool. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Nice. Fucking, I was like, and I'm allergic as fuck to cats, and I have three cats tattooed on, on me. But <laughs> <laughs> tattoos, I mean, tattoos is just something I, I get because I want them. I don't know. Like, you know, when you see, like, a woman that clearly has, like, her lips injected or something, mm-hmm. it's just like, you don't ask them why they got their lips injected. Well, she's got they wanted to do that. Like, she's got the big old anybody who does anything. Like, you just, why'd like, you get oh, your tits done? Because yeah. I wanted to do that. I was like, I appreciate you got Beautiful. Why'd you buy them Jordans? Because you wanted them Jordans. Like, Ooh, yeah, Jordans. I mean, I've, here's the thing people will always ask that are clearly not interested about tattoos, but they want to just talk to you about tattoos. And this happens literally every time I don't wear, like, I just wear a t-shirt, they go, Where'd you get your tattoos done? Mm-hmm. Did they hurt? How much did they cost? Okay. Now, there's nothing wrong with those three questions if you're going to do anything with the data from the answers. Mm-hmm. And yeah. no one in the history of asking those questions has ever gotten a tattoo like even. And probably. listen, I put my friends for the fuck on all the time. Like, it's like, I would I would always say, yo, my dude Trevor and Adam Bomb did it. So, like, yeah. no one's ever gone to Adam Bomb to get tattooed be, but because of it. By it's your suggestion, like, yeah. It's just filling silence with, with, with words. Yeah. words. And which Small I'm talk. a fan of it, but <clears> I <just throat> shouldn't talk about some more bizarre shit. Like I have no ass. tattoos yeah, at I'm all zero. whatsoever. I'm, clean. I'm a clean man as well. But I've always, I really want to get one. I feel like I'll probably be allergic to it or some shit. I'm um, afraid. But I have ideas for them and shit, but. Whenever I see tattoos, my primary questions are like, I know they're expensive. I'm not a fucking idiot. I know that <laughs> maybe they don't mean anything. Maybe you got them on your team, but it's like, I want to know if a man or a woman did them. 
And then that's pretty much my only real question when I see Why? someone with <laughs> tattoos. Because you can tell the difference between a man tattoo and a woman tattoo, like on people's arms. Like men and so. women, I've never really noticed that difference. Women and men draw differently. A little I don't bit. think so. And I think that... <laughs> I think it's just based on your skills as an artist. That's well, I know, but this, is, this is kind of an interesting yeah. line of conversation. <laughs> like, where, 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 I think that tattoo, where did you come to that decision? I think the tattoos done by women are more like, they're like better looking. I think they're like softer a little bit, it seems like. I think, I don't know if it's a gender thing so much as like, but when you draw your portraits or the things you draw tend to look like you. Yeah. That's like something it's a like sugar and spice. Expression, yeah. Like, in a, you can, I can kind of see it. Um, yeah. I can but, that's yeah. not a knock on women. Like, I'm saying that they are just as good. How even dare better. you say women are yeah. better at art than men? <laughs> what are you trying <laughs> to say? Um, but I might agree with you on because but, women in the tattoo industry, especially, have had to work, as in many spaces, have had to work harder than men to get absolutely. Respect. So, yeah. you know. Listen, we're all minorities here. We can understand having to have worked harder. That's yeah. right. We, well, it's like that's a, right, man. It's, it's as my, a straight Jewish man, I've been held down for too long. <laughs> that's because we're not working together. We figured it out. I'm now James Brown. You're Herb Elbstein or whoever the guy was. And I'm uh, John Leguizamo. And you're you're wait who Herb? <laughs> I don't know. I was just trying to think of another Jew name. Some I just I'm the best at saying just problematic names. No, no, you're really no, good you at were it. close. You were on the precipice. Herb Epstein. <laughs> Herb Epstein was. It's it's good. Um, I can think of. I can make up Jewish names anytime I ever needed to. Chaim Lashevitz. There you go. <laughs> See, I'm a, I'm a like I think I might be better at the New York version of them. Oh, like, which is Ira Nubel. <laughs> the that's Cleveland a Cavalier. <laughs> oh, that's oh. a Cleveland Cavaliers player. Oh, Holy God, shit! Now, if he's Jewish. Makes it okay. Ira Nubel. Oh man, I'm glad you said that, Wilson. Our, uh, Ira Gunselman. <laughs> Ira that Gunselman. Is my, that is my new. That's my. That is my most problematic statement on Teach These Devils. Congratulations. Welcome to the Welcome to the problematic step. circle. Good evening. My oh name my is Ira Nubel. We're almost. We're about to <laughs> wrap it up. We're about to wrap it up. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> before <laughs> we go, dude, I want to. I want to just say, like, I don't even want to ask you. Well, I do want to ask you why, because you're here, and I probably I won't ask you otherwise. Ask away. Dude, how did you come up with those fire ass logos for the Cavs ahead of time? Fire ass like, logos for any Cleveland team. Those shits that you, the Guardians logos you're doing are fucking amazing. The Tried, Cavs yeah. logos that you put up, dude, I save them on my phone and show them to people. I appreciate that as Thank an you. example of what the Cavs could have done. Uh, well, we did. Me and my friend Brandon Reich, who is also talented as fucking Get Out, um, we did that back in 2014 when LeBron pre-LeBron coming back. Yeah. And we kind of did it to just sort of like, you know, like when you're a designer, you just like geek around with like sports. Yeah, of course. I'm not a huge sports fan, but like uniforms and like it presents like a cool canvas to come up with logos Absolutely. and stuff. So yeah. me and him kind of like bounced ideas off each other and then we're like, let's just share this shit around and see if it, you know, at worst it gets some likes and some shares or maybe it gets... Maybe we get hired by Adidas Hell or something. yeah, man. So um, we shared that shit around, and it was, like, pretty well received, but it didn't lead to anything. You know, yeah. No, yeah. And then, then walled something. It looks like the Cavs kind of bit that one logo a little bit. 
Um, I mean, I, I don't. I don't honestly like, feel like any team in Cleveland could have adopted any of those logos. That uh, Cleveland's the, the types. I mean, if you look at the type, I suppose maybe someone at Nike saw what we did, and I'm not dropping. I'm not saying that. I'll say at it for all. you. Fuck you, Nike. <laughs> Fuck you, you Yakubian dogs over there in Oregon trying to take from a good Cleveland boy. I'll show you, you white devils. Teach these devils, James. That's right. But the you. Guardian shit, like for as long as I've lived in Cleveland. And had to be a hostage to supporting the Cleveland Browns, Audible even when the Browns side. were good. Uh, I just hated looking at the Browns uniforms. I'm like, these aren't badass. Like, I'm like, say you didn't know what the Browns were, right? And you had to buy like a jersey from the NFL. Are you going to pick the Browns? Absolutely yeah. not. No. Honestly, it's just like sometimes, even when they went to the white and orange pants, it's like uh, just someone's trying to. Find I hated bed that the most. Their walls. Yeah, it's it's. I, I, aesthetically speaking, I just never agreed with it, even when they were a good team. And they haven't been a good team in almost 30 years. So, I mean, it just seemed like an interesting thing to propose. It wasn't even like I did it to troll Browns fans, even though yeah. I knew people would get upset about it. Yeah. Like, just it's to go back to art. It's but like, man. if you have an idea that gnaws away at you long enough, you got to get it out of your system. So, um, that's what I did. Uh, I don't see anything coming of it. I, I will say that it led a lot of people to say uh, you should... Th- they're like, this should have been the Indians redesigned. This should replace Wahoo. Uh, fuck yeah. them. So that got the wheels rolling and I'm working on a rebrand for the Indians. Now, it's not hired by the Indians. It's just a You're personal just process. Say, yeah. But these things are very much like, here's an idea. Let's throw it out in the public space. Yeah. See what yeah. happens. See Absolutely, if it like, yeah, I, I believe that. Like when it's the really whole cool. when uh, the Hawa thing happened and they got rid of Wahoo, and I saw like your redesigns. You did you did like a post somewhere around that time for the Guardians for the Not, Browns. Yeah, it was something like someone, someone shared that. I think either someone shared that initial post it, and then uh, had their say on that, where it's like I wanted that Wahoo post. But like, dude, yeah, I definitely well, it was that was to see, well as as a friend. I would love to see you representing Cleveland sport course. I appreciate that. And as a dude that got shoved into lockers by jocks most of his high school experience, (laughs) uh, it'd be kind of ironic. But it's... Mm. It'd be ironic, but you had... The thing is this is is I I don't want to come off like cool guy, but it's like I'm not even like a huge sports fan, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I've looked at these these teams all my life and I've looked at Wahoo all my life and I just think it's like... Um, obviously, people are going to feel whatever they, way they want to feel about it, and I'm just tired of arguing about it. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going to show you what I think it should fucking look like, and you can you can hate it, you can debate it, go right ahead. I don't. It's not going to change what I do the following day or the day after that. You fucking jerk offs. I'm just trying to teach these devils, man. You do oh, a great job, man. man. Oh my god! You know what they say, <laughs> the young son of Abraham Allen. Look at him, Ally, motherfucker. Man, I don't even think we need to say anything else about how fire this episode teaches Devils was, son. It's a good one. They didn't learn today. That Ooh. boy good. Man, oh man. Man, oh shit. It's almost like our dad seeing us open up for Sinbad. That's how good this episode is. Thank you, Pants, for being here. Thank you for having me. It was my pleasure. Um, again, thank you for your firework that you do. It's A picture's worth a thousand words. Okay, Pants, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, follow me on all that social media. Yes, okay fans, I guess. Okay. It's just okay, fans. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it's not it's not good, it's not great, it's okay pants. So Hell yeah. You can't uh-huh. get mad when you show up and you say this is just whatever, because I didn't it's whatever. Okay, but it pants. is kind of fire, so fuck you. Hell yeah, it's fire. <laughs> now Wilson, lock the door so we can give him do any pizza money logo for the All hats. Right. All right. so, good night, guys. You didn't hear any of this. Thanks, guys. Thanks, pants. Thank you. Coys? <laughs>